Hello and welcome back to Up The Villa podcast in the Premier League. We know that we can only play every team twice, 38 games in a season. But there is one side for the purpose of this video that we seem to be playing quite often and that is Low Block United. We're coming up against it more and more. And we are finding it difficult at times, but then at times we are playing against it pretty, pretty well. So on this episode, we're going to talk about the low block. We're going to talk about what a low block is, what a low block is trying to do. How can Aston Villa negate the low block? What should we be doing? And then we're also going to talk about the points that I've highlighted for ways in which we should be going about beating this low block as well. So. Comment your thoughts in the comment section down below and hopefully you will enjoy this episode and get some knowledge from it and it will hopefully open up a conversation in the comment section down below for all of you guys at home to comment your thoughts. So the low block, what is it? The low, A low block is an out-of-possession strategy through which a team focuses on protecting the defensive third of the pitch. The priority is to remain compact in deep position, defending the space close to goal. The back line is positioned deep, aiming to limit the space in behind the opposition to exploit. So we're going to move on now to the tactical part where we're going to have a, a deeper look now at what a low block tends to try and do and and what are, what's their benefit from doing this. So we know Aston Villa at this moment in time under Unai Emery are a very, very good footballing side. We are a side, in my opinion, that's a little bit different to some of the teams that are in the Premier League. We are fully adaptable, versatile, and game by game can change our system. So we're not one-dimensional for a starter. So we pose the opposition many different problems. We can control games. We can have games with the ball. We can play on the counter-attack. But we can also go direct if we need to as well. And we can also defend. And we can also defend very, very well. So the combination of all the good things that Aston Villa can do mean that the opposition generally play with a low block and try and defend because they know what a fantastic team we are. One of the biggest compliments to Unai and the team is that a team will sit up with a low block because they're basically feeling like they need more security and they need more of a defensive shape. With that, they can adjust their system and go direct, play on transition and try and catch Aston Villa on the break. So when a team starts sitting in a low block, it kind of is a bit of a, a compliment to showcasing how good Aston Villa are. So we're going to bring up the graphic now on the tactical pad. And we're just going to show you what a low block will predominantly look like. So in its name, it's low. So you can play with a low block or a mid block. A lower block is the more defensive phrase. Park the bus. That used to be the old one, didn't it? You've come to park the bus. It's a low block, basically. You've come to defend. Teams will alter how that they want to play in this low block. They could play with a four at the back or they could play with a five at the back. Generally, it might be a five at the back. So here you can see on the screen, we've got a five-three-two, um, And this would give them an outlet of two players that can split, two players that on transition can offer that threat. 
that in a low block, that's kind of a little bit attacking. What you might find, Sheffield United do this, is that their two strikers, one of them, which would be Cameron Archer, will make up a midfield four. So in essence, then they become a 5-4-1. So this is how the low block would set. What the low block is there to do is to give teams security and, a and play in the defensive third. It's There's a lack of a press, so there's no press, and there's a lack of pressure. They'll defend from deep. They'll start their attacks from deep. They will look to congest and, comp and compress the space vertically. So what they're trying to do is block as well. So the phrase low block, it's about blocking passing lanes. So what you'll generally see from a low block is that you will see that this period, this area of the pitch, the width of the 18-yard box will be heavily congested with players and they'll be looking to contain that central zone. Generally, out wide, you will get a little bit more space. So out wide, they will sometimes reluctantly offer the width to play outside. And their gaps between their defence and their midfield is very, very small. So that's why you see them sitting nice and compact and not really much space in between the lines. So to break through that line, so an op so for a, a, an opposition player like Luis to break through that line, it's still heavily, heavily congested in there. Um, it's very difficult to beat a low block because, as we know, teams will defend very, very resolutely and they basically like defend for their lives don't they and sometimes it will work sometimes it won't work and there are different ways in which you can try and attack and beat a low block and there's two phases to start with which I think Villa are very very good at and the first phase is set pieces to beat a low block through set pieces and we saw this prime example against Middlesbrough if you looked at all of Aston Villa set pieces against Middlesbrough they were very good they were very creative we was able to find a little bit more space we, because on a set piece we know what's about to come where the opposition don't know what's about to come so you can kind of gain a slight advantage through set pieces Another option to beat the low block would be to shoot from distance. And I think this is something that Villa are a little bit reluctant to do at times. I think the way in which Unai sets Aston Villa up, especially through crosses and through shots, is don't do it if you don't feel confident in scoring or find confidence in finding your man. So what he doesn't want to do is shoot from distance if it's just a million miles away or cross into a box, just an aimless cross that's not pinpoint precision on someone's head. We saw it against Bournemouth, the Arby's cross to Ollie Watkins, pinpoint precision, and it was an absolute well-taken goal. So those are two areas, shooting from outside the box, which I don't think we do that often. Uh, and enough of, which is something that we could probably improve on. But then look what happened against Middlesbrough. You shoot from distance, you try your luck, you get a deflection, and it ends up going in. And then the next phase of it is, how can you score a goal against a low block? And one of the big things and one of the big areas to score against a low block is to use width and to play with width. Because what generally happens, as you can see from this graphic here, just a, a generic graphic of, of a, of a low block is that you will often have a 1v1 scenario 
by having that 1v1 scenario, what might happen is they will ask another midfielder to come in and double up. Now, when you're taking two players out of the game, what it then leaves, it was will leave a spare man and potentially a spare man to find Luis. And then we are sort of in an advantage where we've got a player that's on the ball that can then sort of pick a pass or, or look up and take a shot. So when playing with width as well, what is also quite important is if the ball's on that left-hand side and their defence has completely shuffled across, what you might find is everybody shuffles across and then there may be a spare man on the opposite side. So use this example with, with Conta. But what you'll find is what you remember as well. If everybody shuffled across and you find that spare man at that back post and that ball goes to that back post, look how many times Moreno has been close to getting on, on the end of stuff, getting on the end of the cross against um, the team in Europe as well. So by switching play, it drags everybody to the one side of the pitch. You can then switch it to the opposite side. Final phase would be through. So we've gone with the wide option. Now we're going with the through option. And the through option is from somebody who, through the eye of a needle, can thread a pass to a forward. And one player that I think when I'm watching Villa at times that we're missing is Emi Brendia. He's that player that can get that ball and pass that ball through, through balls galore. That's one area in which you can score goals against the low block as well. So you've got playing with width and then you've got playing through the low block with precision passing as well. So all of these combinations are generally how a team can beat a low block. Set pieces, shooting from distance, playing with width and also playing through balls through the middle as well. So if we're now going to start talking about Aston Villa and how Aston Villa, in my opinion, that the key core characteristics and values in which I want to see Aston Villa doing to beat this low block. And the first thing for me is patience. Patience is absolutely key when we're playing against teams with a low block. Because Aston Villa have a game plan. Aston Villa have a style of play. Aston Villa have an identity. And whether we score in the first minute or in the last minute, the 80th minute or the 85th minute, the game plan has to remain the same. We can't get stretched. We can't deviate from the plan. We can't get rushed. We have to just stick to the plan and try and break that team down. How many times now are we starting to see Aston Villa scoring late, late goals? Brentford, Bournemouth, Crystal Palace, you know, late, late goals, Sheffield United, because we don't give up, we stick to the plan and we don't deviate from it and we just believe in our style. And this belief and this mentality which Unai Emery has created is something that's now seething through the whole team and we just don't give up, we keep going, we never look rushed, we never look phased, we never look panicked. I just think that's absolutely massive. And the next one is stick to the plan. Always stick to the plan. Don't rush. Believe in ourselves. And I think those are the first points that I would like to make about Aston Villa in the low block. Next phase is you've got to be clinical. You've got to be clinical and take your chances. We had massive amounts of chances against Burnley. We didn't take the chances. And we looked like we were going to rue those missed chances when they went 2-2. So you have to take your chances. 
And that's a, that's a big, big thing. Um, scoring an early goal is absolutely massive against the low block because if you score the early goal, they've got to come out at you. Their game plan changes. So to get that early goal and to be clinical is absolutely massive. Width is so important. Aston Villa have got a lot of pacey wingers. So it's important that we use the width. We utilise the width. We've got Moreno who bombs on as well. I think that's important. But also now what we're starting to see is the impact of the subs as well. You know, a lot of teams have, have, have gone through, you know, a, a tough time against playing against Villa for 50, 60, 70 minutes. And then when you're bringing on pacey, tricky players who are going to come on and impact the game and, and are top, top level players like Diaby coming on the other day. We've got Watkins, we've got Zaniolo. You know, that's also really, really important. And the next phase for me is to win. I think that's where we're at in the minute. I think I've mentioned numerous times on the channel about how, you know, in the past I've gone to games and we've we've played amazing and lost. But now for me, it's all about winning. Absolutely all about winning. And through watching Unai's team and watching this team grow and get better and learn what we're all about, you know, I think when you're a fan and you've watched different teams through different decades and, and you get accustomed to a way of playing, this is something different for me, having more control, more possession. And all of the things that I've mentioned about sticking to the plan, being patient. I don't care now whether we score in the 88th minute and win 1-0 or whether we've won 6-0 and we've seen free-flowing football. We're getting to a phase now where we're trying to compete at the top end of the Premier League and there will be games where you can't play well every week. I've just watched Liverpool against Arsenal. Liverpool have just beat Arsenal 2-0 in the FA Cup. And Arsenal had all of the ball. They were, they, were, they, were, they were creating numerous chances. Liverpool just won. And that's it. You know, and that's Liverpool, the team that are top of the league. So, you know, what I'm trying to make when I say it's all about winning is we will have times in a season where we play really well. Man City, West Ham. Brighton, smashed them six, you know, creating numerous chances against Man City. You know, we will have those moments in a season, but you can't play like that every single week. It just doesn't work like it. No team plays outstanding football every single week. Every team in the Premier League creates their own different permutation to a game, whether they're scrapping for their lives, whether they're, you know, having their off day, but they're just doing all right. You know, there's so many different things, relegation teams, teams at the top, teams going for Europe, teams that are in bad form that need to pick up a result. You know, teams that have been doing really well and then perform really bad when they play. You know, there's all these different things happen and it's just all about winning. And that is something that I think is so, so important. And sometimes, you know, we, we might not play that well, but we've won. Just okay, we've won the game, we know we can do better, we know we can perform better, but on to the next one now. And I think that's the mentality shift that, that I've really started to have where, you know, years gone by and we've played this amazing football, we've we've battered Liverpool at home, we've battered Chelsea at home, you know, you're like, God, we were absolutely amazing today, but we lost. It's the worst feeling in the world. It's the worst feeling in the world I just want to win and I just want this team to keep on winning. And that, that's where we are at the minute. The next phase of playing against the low block are no mistakes. 
when we're having full control, we're having all the possession, we're having all of the ball, when we're having 75% possession, we might not have scored until late on in the game. No mistakes. We have to be neon perfect with the ball. Against Middlesbrough, we had 90% possession and we were very, very good with the ball. Um, and I'm using Middlesbrough as an example because that's the last team that we've played. Um, and no mistakes because what does happen is what I'm about to show you on the screen now. So this was against Sheffield United. So Sheffield United, and this is what I'm saying about no mistakes playing against a team with a low block. So this is the momentum bar from the game against Sheffield United at home. And as you can see, Aston Villa have all control of this game. First half, Sheffield United not in the game. Second half, Sheffield United not in the game whatsoever. We controlled this game and we were okay. We weren't at our best, but we were okay. We were controlling the game. We had all of the ball. And, you know, it was one of them games that was at the back end of de December um, and we, we just weren't bang at it at home. But you can see from this graphic that there was only one team in this game. Sheffield United go down the other end of the pitch in the 87th minute and score a goal. We've made a mistake. We have to be perfect in games when we're playing against teams that defend for their lives in a low block. Fortunately, we scored a goal late on, Zaniolo, and we were able to draw this game 1-1. And that shows the belief of this of this team. The graph, the stats from this game, Aston Villa, 78% possession, 12 shots, 4 on target. Sheffield United, 22% possession, 5 shots, 2 on target. Villa had 9 corners. Passing uh, big chances, we had 3. We missed 2 big chances. 656 passes, 88% passing accuracy. Sheffield United, 192 passes, 63% passing accuracy. So this graphic, and this is what I'm talking about, where we can't make any mistakes. We have to be in full control for 90 plus minutes when we're playing this way because there's teams in the Premier League that can punish you just like that. So when we are having all the ball, we have to make sure that we are doing the defensive work very, very well. We switched on. You can see average positions from this game against Sheffield United. Very dominant. Every player apart from Longley and Konsa was in the Sheffield United half. And then you've got the Sheffield United uh, average positions. And you can see everybody barring the striker, which I imagine is Cameron Archer, is inside their own half defending. So, you know, this just highlights how precise and how perfect the game plan has to be against teams that play on transition in a low block as well. Got another interesting graphic to show you as well, and this really highlights to me the different teams and styles in the Premier League that are playing with a low block and the ones that are trying to be a little bit more expansive and come out and play. So I'm going to show you this graphic now, and hopefully you know you can see how we play against a team with a low block and then we play against a team that doesn't play with a low block that comes out at us and has a bit of a go. So here you can see now the teams on the left-hand side are playing fast and direct. So fast and direct, sitting in, catching teams on transition, playing on that counter-attack. Luton Town, low block at Villa Park. Everton, we, 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 we battered them at home. Nottingham Forest, we lost the way. We had all of the ball. 
They played with a low block, caught us on transition. Best team in the league for me at playing with a low block on transition, West Ham United beat them. Crystal Palace, low block. They scored their goal and look what we had to do. We had to chase the game. We ended up winning that game um, very, very late on. Brentford, low block. Wolves, low block. Sheffield United, low block. So you can see the graphic on the left. All the teams that play with that low block are the ones that are playing on transition, fast and direct. Teams that are playing with the ball, Man City, that will come and have a go, that want to express themselves, we can swift that, switch our style to being more counter-attacking, show us what we're all about on the break, be dynamic, be explosive. Let's have a look at some of these teams then that have that have played that way against Aston Villa. Manchester City, we've beat. Brighton, we've beat. Arsenal, we've beat. Chelsea, we've beat. Spurs, we've beat. Fulham, we've beat. Burnley, we've beat. So all the teams that come and try and be expressive, we've pretty much beat them all, apart from Liverpool, United and Newcastle. The ones that are sitting in, defending, we've had good results against. But you can see the different styles. We play more explosive attacking football against the teams that want to come and play. The ones that we have to try and break down, it's always going to be that little bit difficult. And then the final part that I want to touch on is the new Villa mentality. And the new men Villa mentality looks something similar to this. Late goal after late goal after late goal after late goal. Fighting to the end, believing to the end. And just that mentality, the Fergie mentality. We're not beat until the final whistle goes. And that is absolutely crucial to have. Not being beat until the final whistle. And I, and I, I absolutely love it. So, you know, that's something, uh, that mentality, those, those mentality monsters are something that I absolutely love in this team. So finally, what we're going to do is just going to have a little look at what the low block looks like. Uh, when we're lining up against um, a low block as well. And so uh, we'll go with this to start with then. So uh, we'll go with the four there and we'll go with uh, five. One, two, three, four. So you've got five at the back and then you've got four in front and then you've got a striker up top. So Villa will look like this against a low block. So we'll have Consa going there. We'll have Carlos in there. We'll have Ramsey over there. We'll have Louise, uh, McGinn, Watkins, Bailey, Kamara. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So, generally, Villa will predominantly look a little bit more like this against a low block team. So, Kamara will sit in there. So, it's important that. We use this width over here very, very well. We want to be getting to the byline. We want cutbacks. We want set pieces. We want to use the width. We want to use Bailey through here. But what also is very, very important is when these players are sitting more like this, we're having movement, we're having runners, we're having players breaking through lines. And I think that's so important. One player that I think we massively miss at the minute is Buendia for his options, for his options to play those balls through there, to find Watkins. You know, Tielemans is absolutely massive in this role as well. Tielemans is huge. Um, and what finally, a couple of points that we'll make as well 
is when we start seeing Pau or Carlos or Pau and Conta just with the ball at their feet like this, waiting and waiting and waiting away from home, it's a little bit easier to do because the away side won't want Aston Villa to be chilling on the ball like this. They want the home team to be attacking. They want to get the ball off us. They want to create chances. They want to beat us. At home, teams generally don't want to press us if we just stood on the ball like this. But why we do this as well is because we want the, our team to be to be set in a position as well. And it's so important where if a player tries to press, boom, we play that ball in there. This left-hand side with Pau Torres is so crucial because he can find those balls. He can find those those splitting balls from there and he's allowed to just have the ball so much because teams don't want to press nobody wants to press against Villa because if you press against us we just pop it off we'll pop it off there we'll pop it off there so when teams just sit in that's why Pau's so important because he can find those difficult passes um, and I do think Longley's doing well as well actually so um, I think he's doing really well but, you know, I just wanted to do a bit of an episode on, on low block United, on, on how these teams set up against Villa with the low block and, and sort of what we should be doing and, and how we should be playing and some of the things that I'm really liking because there's going to be more and more teams that, that sit with this low block. And I think the biggest point that I want to make out of it is it's very difficult to play against. You have to move the ball quickly. You have to switch the play quickly, be creative with the set pieces, use the width, play through them, but just be patient. You know, some of these games that we're playing, you know, patience is key, whether we win it in the first half or the second half, whether we score in the first half or we score really, really late on in games. Patience is key. We've seen that the teams that come out of us, we pretty much beat them all. So teams are now going to start to just sit in and try their luck and try and and try and just hit us on hit us on the break. You know when they're sitting in their little camping zones here. You know we've got a team like Everton that we're playing next next Sunday. You know they're going to probably sit with a low block. They're going to pump the ball forward in Deutsch ball fast fashion and try and exploit us. But what we do have to do is make sure that we are defensively switched on for the full allocated time in that game because that's a massive part of our game being switched on defensively and just having all of that control and this is low block united we've seen them quite often i'm sure we're going to see a lot more of them um, so hopefully you've enjoyed my little episode on the low block and, and what to expect. I'd love you to comment your thoughts. If you've got this far and you've enjoyed it, um, subscribe to the channel. It's free. Um, we're a Villa fan channel and we create content very, very regularly, pretty much every single day. Um, so get on this journey with us. If you've liked the episode, drop it a like, comment your thoughts. Up the Villa.